are my blues and gone are my tears. I've got good news to shout in your ears. The long lost dollar has come back to the fold. With silver you can turn your dreams to gold. We're in the money, we're in the money. Hello one, hello all, welcome to this July 19th through 21st edition of Show Business, I am CP. And I am Lindsay of My Two Cents of Nonsense, how's it going? Que paso, I am Jaime Enfuego from Enfuego Tainment and more notably The Horror Show. Woo. Yes, um, thank you all, uh, hopefully... We started pretty close to regular time. We just wanted to front load the episode with with a big chunk of of trailers that were released this weekend, just in case. Uh, we'll be talking about it a little later. We just wanted to freshen you guys up in case you had no knowledge of them. And that, that Mr. Rogers trailer dropped today. Woo. So we just wanted to, you know, technically we started 10 minutes early, but uh, we're sort of on time if, if you didn't want to sit through the trailers. <laughs> but um, to the weekend that was, uh, The Lion King, um, wow, uh, 191 million in first place, which is almost 92. Yeah, it, pre- pretty impressive. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home came in second with 21 million. Toy Story 4 in third with 16 million. Crawl stuck around in fourth there. Uh, in with six, yeah. six million uh and and fifth place appears to be the new spot where people just linger yesterday in fifth again yeah. with five million what's funny is the top three hmm. lion king already worldwide is at 543 um Ooh. yeah yeah spider-man Damn. is <laughs> 29 short of a billion and toy story 4 is at 859 so so we we got some we got some heavy hitters here Right, right before. Actually, I think this is it. There's, there's no real major players left unless you count Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, which I think would be in contention. And then even Tarantino this weekend is just of that moderate kind of niche variety. You know, although they have been playing I that know. trailer ahead of everything I I've watched in R-rated films. Yeah. So, goddamn, bring it on. Yeah. This so, I'm so, so to, before you, I, I abstained from Lion King when I heard one too many things about it. And I said, you know what, if I, if I must, I'll watch it in front of or behind once upon a time in Hollywood. But uh, let me get the stats for the live action Disney adaptations. Lion King, obviously uh, in first of, of the top 10 with the 191 beauty and the yeah. Beast, the, the former number one with uh, 175. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, 2010's Alice in mm. Wonderland with 116. Jungle Book from 2016, 103. This year's Aladdin, uh, 92 million. Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful yeah. with 79. That, that's kind of surprising. We're I actually at- love that movie. I don't care what anybody says. That yeah. movie is badass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not not terrible. Uh, Maleficent with, with 69. Uh, Cinderella from 2015, yeah. uh, 68 million. Dumbo from this year, 46 million. And then at the bottom there is 101 Dalmatians, which technically counts. Which I totally forgot about CP until I saw it on the list, yeah. and I was just like, "Yeah, Glenn Close doing it." And you know, they <laughs> yeah. they they still have in the workings that weird prequel with uh, the girl from Arizona. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah. To, um, so for, before we get off kicking, let's just want to say hi to everybody in the oh. YouTube chat. Uh, Dr. Dead Wheel Smith, 
uh, White Tim, Sandra, Eddie D, Channel you? Don, Star, what's up, Roger? Hope you're doing well. Uh, what else we got? We got other people. We got other people. I'll find you. Mm-hmm. I'll find you. I'll find you. Raiders AK, what's up, Felix? Daniel Hammond, what's going on, man? And you guys are just repeating yourself. Zachary Haith, what's going on? Uh, Blu-ray Madness. And we'll call it there. Paul, what's up, Paul? Yeah, I know this. Uh, Raiders AK says that movie sucks. I don't care what Fredo says. <laughs> hmm. uh, so who wants who wants to who wants to gush about Lion King first? Because I'll, I'll leave the floor open and I'll just watch happily. If, if, I'll say this and let you take it, Fredo. It's not the worst thing I saw with uh, CGI cats this weekend. Wow! Oh, wow! I, wow! I'm curious what yeah. else you watch, man. <laughs> the cats trailer. Uh, I say. All right, Frego, take it away. Yeah, if I'm going to roll with it, um, I, I've seen a lot of these computer-generated uh, imagery type of things. And, and you know, I, I mean, that's the thing that people kept constantly correcting me. They're like, no, it's not a live-action movie. It's a CGI movie, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That's fair. I'll take it. Uh, I like both of the Final Fantasies. I enjoyed both of the Resident Evils and various others where they've taken this approach where it's not just actors or, you know, animals or whatever being rendered it's the full you know capacity and it's literally the best that i've seen as far as a completely computer generated environment and i mean follicles on hairs on these animals my god the movement of the eyes and so on uh stuckman and you know uh johns and various others they they did have a valid point where they were talking about the fact that you can't see the emotiveness and the expressiveness the way you would have liked and i'm just thinking about uh you know crying in like tears in the original movie when uh you know um, mufasa dies and a few other bits but um another criticism was the whole gus van sand psycho aspect and the fact that yeah they did redo scene for scene in it's that bad of, huh in a lot of instances no it's not that bad actually mm-hmm. uh i i i didn't personally Hold that original Lion King in highest regard. I mean, okay, they're taking notes from Hamlet, and there's even some Christianity Bible stuff Mm. in there, honestly. Mm. And uh, I don't know. It's just I was losing just interest in Disney in the early 90s when this and, you know, Aladdin and I guess Little Mermaid was, what, 89, uh, you know, possibly. But I don't know. I was not as just endeared by the storytelling at this particular point along with Beauty and the Beast and stuff. And so this was a cool change of pace. I'd like Timon and Pumbaa better than in the original. And that's not to slight Nathan Lane and uh, to, boy, the uh, actor whose name eludes me, unfortunately, uh, you know, who played Pumbaa. But, but yeah, I thought they were funnier in this. There was some amusing kind of like nod and wink callbacks, especially the BR guest bit, which is at the uh, third act. So uh, I don't know. It's not it's not terrific or anything, but I feel like it is a good introduction to the property for new kids and and so on. And then maybe they can just you know appreciate two D animation. Hopefully, so we'll see. Yeah, what I think is funny is if you asked me in January, what would mm-hmm. what would be the 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 bigger critical success, the big bigger um, audience success between Aladdin and Lion King, I would have bet everything I owned on everybody being about Lion King. And well, I'd be living in a cardboard box right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's been kind of mixed with both of them, though. I mean, to be fair, I'm, I mean, obviously the money oh, sure. reflects yeah. a little bit more the positivity for Lion King. And even last week, I mean, and man, Lindsay, I was surprised how low you went with that prediction, dude. And uh, yeah, yeah, it did crush late. kind of closer to what I expected. But how did yeah. I, how low did I go? Was I at yeah, least a gentle? I think you said like 90, man. But I mean, yeah, we'd have to. Yeah. Well, tell, yeah. tell us. Tell us about your your experience, Lindsay, with with Lion King. How, how I, well, first of all, I think it's hilarious that Lion King has a lower Rotten, rotten Tomato score than Pet Cemetery twenty nineteen, fifty three percent to fifty six. <laughs> uh, there were parts of this movie that weren't too bad. The the, the visuals are incredible. There's impossible to count the number of hairs those animals had. They were also fuzzy. I went to scratch their ears. And I think my actual favorite yeah. moment was when they did a call the callback <laughs> to the in the jungle scene. The uh, singing the a weemba with a weemba with a it turned into like this big chorus thing with a bunch mm. of random animals. And it was actually like the most fun I had during any scene of the movie. Uh, everything else is just like you know, if you dig it, like that's cool. You know, all power to you. But I just, I just couldn't. I like the 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 they just look like animals just standing there, just being animals at each other. I, I think it would have been better almost if they did like a Homeward Bound type thing from the 90s. You know, you just have actor voiceovers <laughs> just talking to each other. I think that would have been better than this. That would have been more believable with like real yeah. lions or something. But as it is, it's like, I I just didn't really feel much throughout this movie because the characters didn't really feel much or didn't really react in a believable way. And I guess they're lions. How does a lion react to seeing his dad's dead body? I don't know. Maybe it's the ears droop a bit. I, I don't know. Is it? But is I, there something to say for some sort of animated or exaggerated features when it comes to stuff like this, especially if you want children to, to react? And um, like- well, my favorite character was Pumbaa, and that's because he had the most. He, you could feel his emotions the most out of any characters. The way he kind of jaunted around and stuff like that. The way he like kind of stepped and stuff like that. I was able to read a little bit more off of him than some of the other characters. And so I I, I liked Pumbaa in this version a whole heck of a lot. And mm-hmm. not that I disliked him in the other one, but he was never really my favorite, and now he is. Really, because I have to say that I personally mm-hmm. thought the JTT, you know, tool time little kid was better in the role in the previous film. In, in comparison with this, I mean. Maybe decent in the dialogue, but the singing I did not think was as on point in this one with most of the stuff. And uh, two new songs, mind you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had Elton John in the post credits, and then we also had the Beyonce song. I was really wondering if they were going to incorporate, based on the success of it, uh, anything from the Broadway play as far as new songs, because I know there's a yeah. few. And they, they did new songs in The Beauty and the Beast. They did not do that in this at least as far as like you know i don't know cherry picking so to speak so i'm i'm glad they kind of avoided you know i mean aladdin there was i think two songs that felt very 2019 with that song with her was beating a dead horse yeah yeah Yeah. oh no i think it was the one song but they did a refrain of it later on in the movie so but yeah Mm -hmm. so two song breaks the same song Oh, uh, was the same song? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember thinking, all right, yeah. all right, I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. Jasmine's yeah. song was pretty dumb. Like the whole movie yeah. literally. I thought her comes voice won't stop. be silenced yeah. or whatever. 
yeah, it's, it was the wrong place, the wrong time to do a song, and it was just not a good song. So you stopped everything for yeah. nothing, and it's just. It's, it was I was just totally bad. amused though with uh, the Timon and Pumbaa singing "Our friend is screwed" as he's falling in love. I thought that was yeah. funny, you know. But... Yeah, yeah, that's a cute little moment. Uh, and I loved how before off air, Fuego, you talked about like when they were singing that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. It's not really the right time of day to be saying that. That 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 yeah, amuses yeah. me greatly. Like it, it's pretty daylight out, guys. Yeah, why that frustrated me so much on the Infuegotainment review? I just made that a ugly feo bit, and I just mm-hmm. yeah went off on it. Oh well. So yeah, uh, do? I don't know how All much right. you want to linger on Lion King because it. I mean, this is this is one week we're talking about. I think actually it's two if you count China. Uh, you know, half a billion already, you know, close to 200, 200 million out the gate. Um, Only, only one major release to compete with this week. But I don't know. I don't know if, if Tarantino granted with star power is, even if you cut Lion King in half, hell, I'll call it, I'll call it 90 I don't think Quentin Tarantino, with what we're what we're looking at so far for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I don't think that movie's that strong. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw the image you sent us, dude, and so I think it's actually going to beat all of those films. I think it's going to be in the, it's going to be in the forty to fifty range, but it's not going to make like insane amounts of money. It's very pre-program being a very yeah, hard well, r-rated film and if you look at the far right uh, uh, far right for those know. of you I'm who are watching on the it. youtube stream um tarantino is all over the place with his release dates uh inglorious mm-hmm. bastards appears to be the only summer release that he had which was in 2009 yep. uh that came out in august um and another thing to look at is those green numbers oh, is yeah. the screen totals uh you know, they're they're never really put on on very many screens. He, he's 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 good for about twenty million, twenty to forty, and then you look at stuff like Hateful Eight, which made five million dollars on a hundred screens in just yeah. That count, dude. That count is crazy. That that's the only amount of screens we saw that on. That is just yeah. for a, a a director of his prestige. That's nuts. Well, I th- I think they they spread it yeah. once once twenty sixteen happened. Yeah. I, I think he wanted to get in front for the award season, but but fifty thousand dollars a screen is pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty good. strong. It's a it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his prestige and notoriety. I'm actually super stoked about this, and I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. But he's even in talks with Uma about uh, Kill Bill three at this point. It's been circulating in various different news sectors. So I don't know. It's supposedly um, he's still doing Star Trek, even though the new Star Trek series looks amazing. <laughs> oh, Picard. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I I have such a nerd boner for that show already. TNG was my jam like a mofo, dude. Like, seriously. That was what I, I mean. I have Riker and Picard hanging in my house that few people get to see unless they enter Domus uh, Halfway. So, so, real real quick, Wander This World 97 reminds me of something I'm going to kind of yeah. use your statement for two reasons. Uh, reminding us that the runtime for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is two hours and 40 minutes. And apparently, that may hurt the opening weekend. To that, I say, look at your brand new number one all time. It is Avengers. Uh, yeah, and that, 
And that was the argument that they were just like, we can't show it as often because of the runtime. So it's not going to be able to surpass those numbers. But obviously, I mean, the whole diligent persistence pays off. So that is a that is an excellent point. I mean, it's not like there's not big. Uh, it, it is counter programming that you, you look mm-hmm. at that top five. Maybe, maybe crawl is something that some uh, once upon a time in Hollywood has to compete with. But Lion King, Spider-Man, Toy Story, those are all family films. Yesterday is a bit of a date movie. Crawl, like I said. Um, but the interesting thing is, and you know, I, I don't remember when I brought it up, but somebody else spoke about it. And I don't. Uh, my apologies to whoever it was. It was a channel that brought it up recently. Um, Tarantino is a bit of a re- revisionist when it comes to history. Big time. I mean, look at Inglorious Bastards. He was all about that. And, I still think and, that Tate does not die in this movie. My prediction. I yeah, I was yeah 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 beat me to the punch because sorry man, you're, not, <laughs> you're the showrunner. It, no, it's fine. It's that and and Django Unchained is is a bit of a a bit of a twist on history too. So I I I completely <laughs> agree. I for some reason they're presenting it and. And the way they're they're leaking out some of these critic quotes, uh, a romp of a good time. Uh, I, re, I, I, I some, something you know. I'm paraphrasing something to that effect. I wouldn't think a critic would say a romp of a good time if they're referencing <laughs> the murder of a famous actress. So yeah, probably not. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Isn't so. it interesting, though, that uh, the same actor who was playing, uh, you know, what's his crazy name in this? Uh, Charles Manson? You know, ser- yeah, yeah, exactly. Zero uh, killer of the utmost madness. He's also in The Mindhunter from what I was reading. So he's going to be playing a slightly older, you know, bearded version of said character in that as well. So yeah. I'm unfamiliar with the Mindhunter, so yeah, that's uh, David yeah. Fincher. Uh, it's uh, a, yeah, the a Netflix, Netflix series. television series. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm familiar. So. I'm ill-educated. I guess is a better way to put it. Hmm. Yeah, I actually produce a podcast with my former singer here uh, called Profiling Pain, which is all about serial killers. We're we're talking, uh, you know, like Killside Strangler and all kinds of craziness from oh, wow. different. Uh, <laughs> exactly, Lindsay immediately is just like, oh, Kelly. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's another bit that I do, but it's just interesting in the fact that, uh, you know, we have that, uh, you know, continuity, I suppose. So Lindsay, what are your thoughts on, on, I would be so down for Sharon Tate or that's her name, right? Sharon Tate or yep. yeah, it, yep. it's, mm-hmm. if yep. there's just a scene of someone trying to murder her and she just kicks the shit out of them and, or something like that, yeah. would just be, I, I, I think that'd just be a really fun movie moment that no other director would give us other than Tarantino. And he's definitely the kind of guy to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's funny. Like we keep talking about how we keep seeing that one trailer. Uh, but I'm just curious, like how, like she's going to even just tie into this plot of this actor who feels like he's beyond his days. Like if he's getting too old for the business mm-hmm. and, is that Tarantino projecting himself onto the character, writing about how you know I'm getting too old for this mm. shit? Uh, you know, it's a, something a lot of a lot of you, you see a lot with uh, artists. Um, 
I, I don't know. I'm just excited for the movie. I want to see where it's going to go. I want to know how big of a role Jet Li is going to have or the Jet Li character, if it's only going to be one scene or if he's going to be like a running thing. What if Jet Li kicks the crap out of What's-His-Face and saves Bruce. Sharon Tate? That'd Bruce. be kind of fun. Sorry. Do I keep, do I keep saying Jet Li? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it first. I was like, yeah, yeah, because I was like, is it Jet Li playing Bruce Lee? That's crazy. It's okay. I'm just wearing my racism on my shoulder. Yeah, no, like that's exactly when you're when you're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, where does he fit into this? Because what? Okay, I mean, obviously, DiCaprio plays some sort of fictional, you know, washed up actor, and. Brad Pitt, from what I understand, from the the trailer that I've seen, mm-hmm. at least thirty times. Yeah, it's really um, relentless. Apparently, his body double, who is Brad Pitt, lives next door or across the way from Sharon yeah. Tate and uh, Roman Polanski, which is where we see them presumably leaving right. their house. And he's like, "How did I end up living right next to these two? You know, who in nineteen sixty nine were like uprising and very prominent. So, yeah." Yeah, yeah, hot off the heels of uh, Rosemary's Baby. Right? Yeah, yeah, which was what one of her last roles before she got killed by the Manson family. So, yeah. craziness. And yet, the vibe of the trailer is so like hop and you know, like thumbs up and it's just like, like yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Like yeah. you have that cute moment where the girl's like, Mr. What's your face? That was the best acting I've ever seen in my entire and he's just like sniffling and trying not to cry. And he's just like, yeah. God, you should be better than this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's it's another Tarantino movie. This has happened before where I've seen a trail and I've been like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know about this, but left and been like, Wow, that was incredible. It's mm-hmm. another movie where I'm like, What 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 are you doing, movie? What are you trying to do yeah. to me? Yeah, and and I, I'm really excited to see whatever oh, the hell happens because I, I trust you, Mister Mister Quentin. What what, what do you right. got for me? Yeah, that's the same way. That... His... Oh, go, go ahead. Oh no, um, I I I mean, I was going to say that's the same way I felt about uh, Jackie Brown, honestly. So you know, where I wasn't sure where he was going to go with it, and oh. especially being adapting source material that was not his own, and you know, rolling with that, but. Yeah, I still thought it was terrific. So, so. Um, well, before we move on, quick, just a quick thing: Do we think Tarantino will stop at ten? He said that, right? He said, and, and he keeps doubling do. down on it, dude. You know, so man, I don't know. I'm honestly speculating that he's gonna move into television work. He's gonna maybe script more stuff, and who knows if he'll have some big championed return from you know the the exile of retirement and you know five seven years yeah. from the road. You know, well, toss something out, but Miyazaki, the Japanese guy for, with like behind Studio Ghibli, uh, Ghibli, how many times has he retired? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, Ozzy Osbourne, for God's oh, sake, yeah. he did like the the, the, the whole uh, you know last tours, and mm-hmm. then he did the retirement sucks tour. Yeah, so, you th- I mean, like, I there's <laughs> certain directors where you can get behind the idea and say, yeah, they they just lost it at a certain point, but you point to people like Scorsese, and it's just like. If if he stopped at a certain point in time, like we wouldn't have like departed. Like it, I, I, if he's not into it, like obviously you don't want him doing stuff like that. But he's he hasn't missed yet. Like if he's ending at ten, he might he might go perfect, or as close to perfect as a director can be. I, I know there's people that aren't fans of uh, of Grindhouse, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Death Proof. Excuse me. It's okay. I mean, it's not my favorite. I like the first half a lot better than Robert Rodriguez did, sure. but that's just me. Sure, so. but like, is it something that you can point at? Say, "Lady in the Water." There it is, right there. That 
<laughs> no, no, you are not going to shame hammer that shit. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So like it, you know, it, if, if he's, if he's done, then it, it's unfortunate for, for the film world. But you know, I, I hope now this 10th one better be something special is what I'm thinking. Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. And that's the thing, Lindsay, man, as a Star Trek lover, I just wonder where he says that it's going to be, I don't know. I I mean, Odyssey or, uh, you know, whatever the hell the new one is, has Mm. had like sex and, you know, racy language and whatever else. And so you're just like, this isn't quite my squeaky clean Star (laughs) Trek that I'm used to. But, you know, not... I don't know. Nonetheless, Picard has me completely invested because TNG is my jam mm-hmm. forever, and I love it so much. So, yeah. so uh, to to carry on with news, uh, you West Coasters had the opportunity to uh, dump dump a couple of months' vacation into this little project this weekend down in the uh, south of California, San Diego Comic Con, which is Ooh. which is becoming less and less about comics. Yeah. Right. Uh, from what I've read and seen and what we've received, boy, am I glad that I'm not one of those people that dump thousands of dollars into that, that experience <laughs> because hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's different if you're pressed. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, <laughs> just, you know, going on maybe your, your plane ride that that's one thing, but going on your own dime that that might be painful. Which yeah no the, the one year I went I went for free and just crashed at my buddy's house and that yeah. was that, that was all I needed I didn't need to do I don't think I need to do it again so uh, I mean we could we could start with news we could start with trailers the one thing that that is is neither that really kind of bums me out as I look at my watch here we're five months away and we got nothing from Star Wars nothing. Yeah, surprising. Well, remember Ten Cloverfield Lane? We didn't even know existed until about a month and a half before it came out. Yeah, that but people know Star Wars is coming. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we're That's kind true. of aware. Although, to be fair, Lindsay, that was a movie. Remember, that was like it was its own thing, and then they retrofitted it with those like re- reshoots to you know kind of make it. Damn, such a good movie though. Holy crap! Like John Goodman is beyond fearsome in that shit. Like. Ugh. Fantastic. No, I, I, that was one of my favorite movies the last 10 years. I love yeah. that. Movie. And and I just have such a thing for Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Freak. I think her name is. Yeah, yeah, she is she's she is so great. The amateur at the yeah. Apollo here tonight with our yeah, phones. Sorry. I love it. No. Sorry, that was the girlfriend calling. Uh, anyway. No, no, you're good. But uh what if the reason why we haven't had anything from Star Wars in some time is because they're reshot it and added a few scenes and now Star Wars is in the Cloverfield universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no celebration this year, right? So they're just kind of biding their time. I and... think it passed. I think it was like April, wasn't it? Didn't they just that's what oh, they that's where had we had I mean, teaser. I know that they were, uh, you know, opening the theme park in Disneyland and stuff. Oh, uh, August 29th, that's right. Yeah. Uh, or you can make a clickbait YouTube video that says Disneyland is failing. Star Wars is nothing, even though they haven't had a grand opening yet. Yeah, we have no friends who do clickbait, CP. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That's a no, no. But uh, yeah, so no, no Star Wars news. And and I officially applied for press credentials for New York Comic Con, which is in October, mm-hmm. if explicitly just to, just in case something drops, because that's only two months away from from the release date. 
uh, I'll deal mm. with the crowds, but but uh, yeah, alas, no Star Wars news. Um, trailers dropped a lot. Trailers like a mofo, dude. I mean, so many. Yeah. So so Top Gun, Top Gun. I, I what 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 Danger would zone. what would you call that, guys? Uh, a re reboot? Yeah, reboot. Cool. That's Cecil's term. Reboot. Cool. So yeah, I always use that. But um, I didn't love the original Top Gun like a lot of my friends. So, it, uh-huh. but I thought that new trailer looked pretty badass. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I actually I actually okay. did. So. I wasn't wondering, like, why is this happening? Although that's probably what more people are wondering often than not. Why is this happening? You know, money. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it, there's just some things where, like, you know, it felt very fan filmy. Like he had to grab his jacket from the first one, his aviators from the first one. Yeah. Some yeah. has the helmet and, and all like it was just like, all right. And the bike, the big reveal of the bike. Yeah, a, a beach. There was there was like a three frame thing of of a beach volleyball thing, and it's just like we know you're Top Gun. Please do something else. Yeah, and they had to show that 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 his physique is still looking like on point. He's just like, and you're just like, <laughs> Tom Cruise is yeah. taking care of himself. All right, I will. It's fine. As long as they don't take the gay out of <laughs> Top Gun, I am on board. I want this to be the most like subtly but not subtle gay movie and of yet, the last ten years, and it. Will and be yet they didn't beautiful. show about Comer though, because everybody still speculates right. that yeah. they are doing kind of what maybe the Edward Furlong thing. Who the hell knows? Where they're just like trying to get him into like fighting shape, and so right, you know. Yeah, Val he's had a rough few years mm-hmm. with like cancer and stuff like that, yeah, so he's not quite cancer, ready. Man, for, you know, which is really yeah. shitty because the Salton Sea is so mm-hmm. underrated in my estimation. I mm-hmm. love that movie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. no, I, I did hear that was pretty good actually. The tail end of that trailer, though, uh, this appears to be the Tom Cruise thing where he's just going to show the world. Listen, I don't need your stinking CGI. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a plane and fly over a mountain and do it upside down. Go ahead, try to figure out how that was CGI. Uh, he he did the Mission Impossible thing at the end. I don't listen. I don't know if that's CGI or 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 some camera effects or what Tom Cruise has become the reverse Steven Seagal and that Steven Seagal is all Dude. like, no, I'm awesome. No, I'm cool. I can beat you up. And no, Tom Cruise is like, no, no, no. I'm going to show you how awesome I am. I'm going to yeah. ride on the outside of a plane. I'm going to climb a building. I'm going to fly a jet. I'm going to fall out of a plane. I'm going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, kudos to him for, for being a movie star in a day and age where like you, you got people in, in in metallic suits and 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 tight pants with with CGI cities blowing up behind him and and here's you know Tom Cruise getting in a helicopter and flying it getting you into shots where you're just like what how is this happening <clears throat> yeah badass is possible man i mean he is one of the few that despite his age he defies every aspect of it it's crazy to me yeah yeah and and, and the, the spectacle of going to the movies is there like like uh, that's one of the things i quite enjoy is going to a movie and saying oh well how the hell did they do that that was yeah. incredible and that's something that him and guys like mel gibson and uh, i mean they just really <laughs> succeeded significantly at that and mm-hmm. i saw a very grounded mel gibson movie just this past week which uh i'm curious if either of you guys have seen it's that dragged across concrete. No. Um, you know, I, I, I finally got around to watching it. And damn, can him and Vince Vaughn still act when they're not in the big aspect of spectacle, which was really impressive to me. 
two and a half hour movie. Once again, yeah. it's going to try some people's patience, but damn, the score. 20 minutes plus of that movie. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the, yeah, yeah, but the score from the OJs was so good. The acting was tremendous between the two. And yeah, I just love that guy behind Bone Tomahawk and uh, Brawl and Cell yep. Block 99, yep. I think was yep. his last film. So yeah, terrific yeah. director, man. Uh, Steve uh, Zahn yeah. or something like uh, that. But, yeah, really, all of his really. stuff, all of them. I just, I just want them to be a little bit tighter. Just, a, I have pacing issues yeah. and very indulgent man with that two and a half hour pace. That I think he did the yeah. same thing with Brawl as well, where it was yeah. just like, okay, yeah, you did we have to, did we have to bit, see all, all this discussion uh, in between the two bank? Uh, excuse me, the two uh, the, the jail scenes, and because that's really all the movie was, right? It was just them sitting in a car yeah. talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah we're, we're having a discussion with them while they're following somebody. So it's like, I don't listen. I don't want to be on a stakeout here. This is a movie. Can we? Can we please? pick it up yeah. Lindsay uh thoughts on top gun or do you, would you like to segue to to another property that that uh we were gifted with this weekend I, I mean I I've actually only seen Top Gun once uh I love it for how ridiculous it is and I uh, just hope that they like I said I just hope they keep the gay and Top Gun without the gay is just like I, I don't even know what it is like you, you need that is that subtext or is it just text I, I don't even know but I, I just yeah, I was about to say you're left with Kenny Loggins man so <laughs> Hey. <laughs> uh but yeah no i it's i i hope it's good and i hope tom cruise doesn't get himself killed making one of these movies yeah um so it looks yeah. like the jay and silent bob remake reboot no. whatever you want to call that i don't think that's getting a theatrical run i think that was a trailer to 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 get the tommy wiseau room treatment where it's getting a roadshow thing type type yeah type yeah whatnot yeah well, uh, well, 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 Cecil and I purchased our tickets for the December showcase of it, but it is getting a VOD slash like very limited theatrical run in October, actually. So, uh, yeah, that's the first time we're going to get to see it. And we'll obviously review it for my channel since it's not, you know, horror related or anything of that nature. But I don't know. Me and Cecil have seen Jay and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, K. Smith very, very mm-hmm. many times. And, you know, the very... Various bits of silliness. It's almost like where you can't see them more than once or twice, though, because it does just just harbor back to some of the same bits and jokes. And you're just like, oh, I'm spending 40 bucks plus two drinks for all of this. And yeah, as much as I love them, I don't want to yeah. just like line their pockets that much. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw my, I saw Metallica a couple of years back and it's just like, yeah, no, I, I, I know these songs are all right. They're just. The, you guys are you guys are a little bit older than the last time I saw you, and I, I know what to expect, uh, yeah. and it's just not the same. If you were going to play some deep album cuts yeah. in that situation, that's where I would be more interested. But goddamn, it doesn't matter if it's one of the big metal bands that I love, or like a little obscure Norwegian band that mm-hmm. I love, and they still play only the singles mm-hmm. that. You know, uh, everybody, myself included, when I was doing that particular job working for Century Media promoted, it's like, yeah, it just wears thin after a while. And you still love them, but you're not going to actually take money yeah. out of your pocket. Yeah, it, it just promote. feels like Cameo, so, the movie. Yeah. Look, look, remember this person from that movie mm-hmm. we did? Look, no, look, no, look, it's look. not remember, it's member. Uh, <laughs> I remember, member. I mean, like, I honestly, remember. fingers crossed for good. I like Kevin Smith. Of I think course. he's a positive, you know, 
force in the world. And as much of a bad person as this makes me, I really liked Yoga Hosers, his last movie. Like, it wasn't like a good movie, but for what it was, I really enjoyed it. And I actually saw it at Comic Con during like a screen junkies thing and kevin smith was there and like he was like doing like a talk it was like maybe that sucked yeah. me into it too that's entirely possible i don't i don't know yeah. Lindsay. i paid to see that movie at the mm-hmm. local film bar and then ralph garman as the little like uh, i don't know i didn't i thought Tusk was I, I I know, much Tusk. superior yeah. at least as far as like oh. premise and i never You've saw never Tusk, seen yeah. Tusk? Dude, dude. Dude, Tusk is actually pretty great. And the fact that him and his producer partner fleshed that out on a podcast. And then Kay Smith's like, I'm just That's exactly what that movie felt like, for the record. It felt like, hey, for a goof, I'm going to make a movie. Watch, check this out. right? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you said goof, dude, it's like, it's a goddamn goof. And I'm thinking of that (laughs) anthology, which was terrible as well. But (laughs) it's a goddamn goof. Uh, I'm a, a big supporter of the uh, a lot of these independent comedy filmmakers. Uh, I put yeah. quite a bit of money into uh, Broken Lizard getting Super Troopers 2 done. You Have don't it. want to know how many times I've seen Club Dread. You do yeah. not want to know how many My times. Favorite of theirs. Yeah. That is what honestly, so honestly, Club. I mean, man, Super Troopers two with uh, you know what's his name, uh, you know, uh, messing with the guy's dick at oh, the strip club. Lowe? Like I, I laughed so incredibly hard. Where it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine, whatever. You know? So, uh, well, having anyway. said that, and and to be fair, I, I consider myself a Kevin Smith fan, and for as much as we get on mm. somebody like yeah. M Night. Kevin Smith, if you want yeah. to look at his recent history, it's spotty. It's pretty, it's bad. pretty spotty. Uh, the 2000s, I mean, Clerks 2, I, I, I've heard people who think it's either really warm and touching or just That's awful. True. I actually do not like Clerks 2 because the original Clerks <laughs> is my favorite film alongside Aliens. And, and, and I proclaim this all the time. I'm like, Clerks and Aliens are my two favorite films because they're so despondently different <laughs> in tone. And I don't think that, I, I mean, Clerks 2 is everything that was bad about Jane Silent okay. Bob Strike Back, personally for me. And I love, and, and I love Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, but it took all those really just over the top, silly, stupid bits and just, I don't know. I didn't buy into it the way I did with all of the other stuff in the Jersey trilogy. And that was sandwiched by Jersey Girl and Cop Out, right? Yeah, Cop Out was okay, you know, although I've heard him talk so terribly about the fact that Bruce Willis was like the worst person on set that he had ever encountered, so. Uh, and, but then he co- he comes out with with uh, uh, Red State, which which is not a Kevin Smith movie, that. Right. No, I still contend it's completely right. different from anything so, he's ever so done. So he's done like, two, eh, eh, two decent to, to really interesting movies out of his last five. And this, this just so part of the reason I don't know how much people are fans of Kevin Smith and, and, and his universe. He really wanted to make Clerks 3. Yeah. And and Mallrats too, and he did yeah. scripts for both, and neither were able to get off the ground, unfortunately. And so. there was the Mallrats reference in Captain Marvel earlier this year. So, you know, like it's Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he 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 perhaps you know he wanted to have fun again, and due to um, certain restrictions, had to had to go back to the well. Well, it's so funny though because with Mallrats too, at least he 
he couldn't find funding. And right. with Clerks 3, it made a little bit more sense because of the fact that uh, Jeff Anderson did not want to return. Mm-hmm. And he is such a pivotal part of that. I mean, hey, Brian O'Halloran, I mean, Brian O'Halloran, he's amazing. He's funny. He's daunting. He's terrific. But Jeff Anderson's like snide, right. sarcastic shittiness was what made that perfect counterbalance for that film. And when he didn't want to return, K-Smith is like, okay, uh, maybe it'll be a comic book at some particular time, whatever. And then, you know, Mallrats 2 was a different situation where they're still saying it might be a comic book at some point because they wrote, you know, a complete script and so on and so forth. But who the hell knows? It's uh, it's cautious, cautious. When, When they don't get theatrical runs, it makes me a little uneasy, which, you know, I don't know. Perhaps that that Clerks too. When he was making Clerks too, he he documented everything, and and it it, it ended up being a, a quite a bit for for fans, like all these these web series and stuff that he was doing. So so perhaps knowing you know he's he's all over the place with podcasts and YouTube. So he he might it might be a fuller experience for somebody who enjoys the ride. Um, so uh, after that. Uh, the, I, I guess that the next big film uh, on deck uh, once summer ends is It Chapter 2, which also had a trailer this week. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Hey, uh... So why don't we go ahead and, and lean on Mr. Mr. Stephen King fan over there. Yeah. Hail to Stephen King. So uh, basically, this is a trailer that is going to be adapting the adult portion specifically. Uh, for the audio audience, but interesting thing is that um, they are going to be doing some of the callbacks to the child bits, which is really how the mm. original novel is done. And so uh, it was a little bit of a controversial choice initially when they were just like, okay, it as it's uh, you know initially constructed, this first Andy Muchetti film is going to be just kid stuff. Because the book does jump back and forth throughout the entirety, as the miniseries did. So jarringly, it was so jarring in the miniseries. He picks up the phone and like, like insert lost sound, and then you're in a flashback. Like, yeah, jumps back, and and yet that's the way. I mean, like one chapter as an adult, and then it jumps to a chapter as a kid, and that's really the way Psy King like framed it and everything. But I had trepidation. I had. Uh, I don't know, concerns with the fact that Gary Doberman, who I do not personally think is a very good script writer, that he's behind mm. The Nun and La Llorona. And he's a, yeah, yeah, he's a buddy of, uh, you know, James, James Gunn's, uh, <laughs> excuse me, James Wan, I should say. And uh, yeah, vast difference there, obviously, guys. But, but yeah, James... James Wan's, uh, you know, universe that he is trying to construct with all of his conjuring stuff. Uh, I was very just, I don't know, on the fence about the fact that there would be somebody completely constructing the new script that did not have anything to do with the first one. And that's because Doberman, you know, he did like a polish on the previous script, but the polish on the previous script was initially done by none other than Kerry Fukunaga, who everybody was so stoked on from True Detective initially. And so, yeah, he did the first script for it, you know, that uh, Muchetti ended up adapting. And I've read various incarnations of the scripts. And, you know, uh, the the finished product that we ended up seeing was the closest Mm. to Carrie's bed. And so, yeah, Carrie, 
you know, Doberman just did some polished bits here and there. So with, uh, you know, Doberman doing the new one completely himself, that's where I had some concerns. But based on the trailer, at least, it looks very top-notch. The fact that we're going to get uh, Adrian Mellon, who is a character who was killed at the very beginning of the book. And he's this gay character who's at this, you know, parade, this, uh, you know, kind of carnival. And some haters throw him into this, like, little... I don't know, river or just kind of moat sort of area. And then no and, signs of spiders yet either. None, 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 none yes. whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, Boy, I, I think I saw a space turtle. Was I crazy when I saw that? I think I saw, And that's where I'm curious. Have you guys read the book? Either of you? Do you know the Mar- all the Marduk stuff and gone? And, you know, I mean, because Stephen King's universe is obviously death death worthy it's it's nuts uh I, I have not read it but i do know that uh well, i guess should i say too much and get spoilers for the audience uh uh but i i know that there's a turtle i know there's the macroverse i know all yes. that uh uh and that makes me fascinated and one of these days i'll read the book because i want to read that insanity that sounds amazing and i hope to god it's in the movie i hope to god it's in the yeah, movie. book's fantastic uh Muchetti has said that he's not trying to incorporate too much of that multiverse stuff. He is trying to keep it more, more yeah. grounded and hmm. easily accessible for the average audience. So, uh, well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you fired up there, Lindsay? I mean, I, I just found out today that James Ronson is in this movie, and I am excited as hell because I love James Ronson, and I know neither of you know who that is, and nobody watching this knows who that is, but that is Officer So-and-So from Sinister. Mm. I love so- Oh, yeah, dude, dude, he was in the sequel. He actually plays the new grown-up version of Eddie, and when you see the two yeah. of them side by side, because in that trailer, that's the thing that Cecil and I mentioned in this trailer. We were like where they jumped from kid to adult and so on and so forth in just the the, the trailing of the pairing. My God, you see the fact that those casting directors did a splendid job. My God. They really did. Like, I, I wanted Seth Green in the movie, but maybe it's better that they, that they didn't do that just for the cuteness because they got some really good people in here and they do look really good. Cuteness aside. So, cuteness so one last trailer to you know discuss I mean. before we get to two lovely pieces of mm-hmm. news. Um, the the Ad Astra trailer with mm-hmm. with Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah. comes out on my birthday September. Ooh, okay. Wait, it was September first? When's your birthday? It's uh, uh, September twentieth. This one's coming out, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. For a second, I was like, oh yeah, the same birthday as my brother. Yeah, so, so Brad his dad's up. Tommy Lee Jones, and he's got to go get him. Uh, because I don't know, they, they they did something wrong. It's very vague about why they're interested and what what's going on. And part of me is like, oh, please be like a flat Earth movie. Like it's seriously, it's, it's like <laughs> secretly like a conspiracy theory where they're like trying to expose the flat Earth or whatever. But I, I, I that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's where they're going with it. But I do love how we're like seeing shots of people like riding around on moon rovers, shooting guns out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what when I saw them. Like I saw a moon chase and a moon shootout, and I was like. <laughs> oh, this could be abysmal, or or, or terrible <laughs> for the best. Yeah, terrible for the best reasons, or yeah, I don't know. Maybe awesome. I, just just get me to believe whatever whatever it is you're trying to tell me is, is I guess my point. Why do you need guns on the moon, or what, or whatever surface that was? 
Well, remember in uh, Armageddon, they had those miniguns so they could shoot the asteroid. <laughs> good old, uh, good old uh, uh, Steve Buscemi took out the asteroid all by himself. With that Sir, minigun. you are leaning on Michael Bay for some for some grounded <laughs> discussion. Just, just so. Uh... Yeah, I was about to say that is a very convoluted, <laughs> you know, kind of counterpoint. But... Oh, uh, Flake, it, so. have you have you seen it? What are your thoughts on Ad Astra starring Brad Pitt? So I did not see okay. the most recent trailer, but I am most definitely, a, I mean, I don't know, anything of the sci-fi variety that is uh, even not of the scarific bit, you know, I'm just totally cool with it. I was a big fan of like Arthur C. Clarke, uh, you know, uh, oh boy, Isaac Asimov, uh, the, oh boy, the Timeline, so on and so forth. I was a sci-fi guy before I segued into scarier and more deplorable shit which has you know kind of taken up the predominance of my time over the years at at, at this particular point but uh very very much yeah. an interstellar yeah. vibe at this point but i don't know i mean you know not much to really i'm, I'm trying to see what else james gray has done um Okay, so Little Odessa, the Yards, We Own the Night. Yeah, We Own the Night was okay. You know, but uh, Lost City of Z had a major bit of buzz out of the festival circuit just last year. And so that really says a lot. It had uh, uh, Handsome uh, Charlie Hanum. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, this is has, has Charlie Hanum, Hanum has he yeah. carried a movie? No. no, not at all, dude. He has never been able to. They tried to shift him into leading status, and he's never he's never been able to shoulder the weight since uh, that TV series that he was that happened. That that so. seems to happen with certain actors, like Matthew Fox on the Heel Lost. They tried, yeah. they tried so hard to make him a, a leading man, and it just didn't work. Some people just aren't good for film. Uh, David Caruso go, going way back uh, oh, when okay. he was uh, doing stuff like Jade. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was just thinking about Jade because that was like the weird sexual erotic thriller. I still remember renting that when I was like 15. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's it's odd. I, I, I don't know. It, just like you said, I have I have um, interesting interstellar type vibes, but um, it could be a little bit more. I think I do like your your idea more, though, Lindsay. I want flat earthers that are, uh, for some reason, shooting at each other. <laughs> Well, no, and I think is I I think that uh, I mean I don't think it's at all because I'm not a flat earther. I just I think it's a hilarious conspiracy. Uh, but I um I, I just love the idea of Tommy Lee Jones found proof that the Earth is flat, and these like <laughs> Illuminati organizations trying to chase him down in space so that he can't prove it. <laughs> Actually, get on that. Hilarious. Yeah, I was about to say, dude, that's like compelling to me, even with the descriptions. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, so some news that was dropped uh, at San Diego Comic Con, which was which was a tad surprising, was uh, the fact that Edward Furlong is is back in Terminator Dark Fate. To what degree we we have we have no idea. Actually, re- rewind real quick because it's yeah. been so long. Maybe we need to say who is Edward Furlong. <laughs> So, Edward Furlong was the young John Connor in Terminator 2. He was discovered by a casting agent where he was just out milling around doing his own goddamn thing. And he did go on to have a few memorable roles like American History X. and Brain actually, Scan. Brain Scan's a good time. 
wasn't that yeah, yeah. And I really like uh, Pet Cemetery too. A lot of people hate it with uh, Clancy Brown, but I I think that's a damn good movie. It's not this shit. Oh, yeah. Yes, dude. I actually, yeah, dude. Yeah. CP. I just watched that for the first time a few months ago, and that's where he's like playing the video game I that he gets. Yeah, I love yeah really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Edward Furlong isn't. You know, he's not a one-hit wonder. He he had a good 1990s, mm-hmm. and then the calendar yeah. changed. And yeah, he was in the the remake with uh, the no oh boy, Shannon uh, Elizabeth, right? The uh, the Night of the Demons, if I'm not mistaken. That was like the last big thing that he did. So, yeah, yeah, there was a remake of Night of the Demons that he was in, and so yeah, I it's it's proclaimed as being pretty terrible. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, what I don't, I don't want to try to lay claim to this, but somewhere along the line in a that. scream stream with Lee, Cody, and Brian, uh, we discussed that Edward Furlong started doing the con rounds, and he was doing conventions and like it seemingly you know he he was the the new barbara crampton because barbara crampton's at every goddamn con you go to yeah she it, is and yeah i mean her and barbara were like at everything lately it seems like. yeah so, yeah no. so i it, and it seemingly was out of nowhere and and i i had the idea i'm not saying that i called it that i knew it but i just i i just brought the notion up that Maybe this guy, maybe they're slowly leaking them out there because they're trying to to get something, some sort of familiarity. Oh yeah, remember this guy because you know we're gonna we're gonna have a, a slight cameo in in the new Terminator. And wouldn't wouldn't that be funny if that were the case? That you know we've been getting a, a slow drip of Edward Furlong just so that we can be reminded of who he is now that's a conspiracy theory i can support that that makes that, there's some <laughs> logic to that i can follow because like, these types of things they don't just happen overnight like they've probably been talking to edward for a bit to have a a part in this movie how whatever size it might be oh yeah they had that like under their like you know little proverbial like vest or whatever the hell you want to describe it as yeah. and they were just waiting for a big premiere moment to say, hey, guess what? He's in it, yeah, too. Yeah, there's, so. there's a couple of YouTube videos where people are like, you know what? I spoke yeah. to him at the con that I was at, and I asked him if yeah. he was going to be in Terminator, and he said no, so I think it's bullshit. And I, I feel like commenting <laughs> on every one of those videos, he probably has an NBA, <laughs> you moron. Why would he tell you that he's going to be in it for your 200 sub youtube channel you also if this is going to save his career he doesn't want to risk it just for to make a headline you know he wants to show that yeah he can work he can be trusted put me in movies guys i need money i'm edward furlong yeah Yeah, absolutely because i don't disregard the fact that this guy can act oh yeah you know despite the fact that he's been douchey and you know many people have told me the same story you did man you know and so I don't know. He he's had he's had trouble, but like you know, a lot of people have. So if he's trying yeah. to you know do right, yes, yeah. you know, so be it. Yeah, it's not like throat cancer trouble, like Valcomer yeah. or something, you know. And uh, it's his own, like you know. Yeah, he's got some demons. BS, and so. If he's trying to better himself, he's trying to better yeah. himself. It, it, look at Robert Downey. Right. That guy was gone right. and done, and now he's the biggest right. star in the world. Like right. anything can happen. And if you want a good time, look up People Are Strange, sung by Edward Furlong. It is mm. amazing. There's a, there's a movie that I think is, is you, know, in, you know, not great by any stretch, but it's called Jimmy and Judy. 
uh, it's with Edward Furlong. I think it's from like the mid 2000s. It's not great. It didn't get much push. It, it was an all right time. And it, it, it was Edward Furlong flirting with classic Edward Furlong. It, I think it was like 2006, 2007. It's oh, okay yeah. movie. Oh, wow. And, you know, some of them, like if, if Edward Norton was not in American History X, how much would we, ta- would we talk about Edward Furlong in that film? Hey, brain scan, bro. Yeah. Brain scan. Yeah. True. Brain scan. So, so there's something there. Oh, yeah. The people in the comments have been mentioning brain scan. <laughs> so. Yeah, they are. I love our audience. <laughs> which which uh, review coming up, a, a, a parallel review with Cody Leach coming up from yours truly. Whoa. Really about brain scan? I yeah. just watched that for the first time a couple weeks ago, man. Yeah, I, awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, no. I can't wait for that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we, we, uh, we sent dual copies to each other. And uh, yeah, that, that, that you know, he's been busy with, with his Chucky Shrimp extravaganza. So yeah. Uh, you know, it's coming up. It's coming up at, at some time before the year is over. Mm-hmm. But the other piece of news, which which obviously you know what the big one is, you almost segued right into it just uh, now <laughs> because it's already been covered by our contemporaries yeah. and friends. But so <laughs> Halloween, two, two more two movies, of <laughs> two of them. Uh, well, yeah. I, uh, they're being shot at the same time. I, I like I try I try to forget mm-hmm. after all these these news outlets. It's it's what they're they're shooting them both at the same time, but they're releasing a year after each other. Yeah, so they are basically doing the saw bit where they're claiming October for the next two years, and so in 2021 we are going to well, excuse me 2020 we're going to get uh, Halloween Kills, and then in 2021 Halloween ends. I'm I'm honestly speculating those yeah, titles. Might they're going to have to change, <laughs> you know, yeah. but but they're but they're at least staking their proverbial kills. Claim, so. They're going to have to get rid of because there's no way an MPAA is going to going to have. Yeah, uh, right. that's going to get an R on the title alone, which you know, whatever. But I don't know if. Uh, yeah. Also, what is it the kids say these days when they say something's cool? They say like this bangs or this. Or this F's to keep this PG thirteen like that. That's what I hear, think of whenever I see Halloween Kills. Like, yeah, guys, like yeah. Halloween Kills, yo. Yeah. So mm. they're filming two it at kills. once. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is the end. Um, and to that, to to Mister Blum, I say, yikes. I- My only friend. Yeah. At least the end of the Strode story is what I would. They better you know, all die. Be put my money like, upon. I'm not but, sure. yeah, you, you better, gonna... you better kill one of the three girls <laughs> in kills, and then kill Laurie Strode in ends. Which was, dude, one of the worst parts about the last mm-hmm. movie. There was no stakes because none of those Strode's women died. I hate to be so just bloodthirsty, yeah. but it was a legit thing, and lots of people I talked to felt the same way. So. That movie needed something else to happen to really. I, I thought it was okay, but it really needed like one extra little like kick or jab or something, you know, just to really make it. The, and but you know, hey, what are you gonna do? Sure. Yeah. Boy, the sure. score. Was well, good, what are our thoughts yeah, on the score? Was two, two films being shot at the same time? Uh, I think they should go with the original plan and just release both of them in 2020 because that was ballsy and I loved it. That was like yeah. Just just released like one on September uh, October first and the other on October thirty first and just yeah that's it we're going out in a blaze of glory Halloween we're done yeah Woo! yeah from a money making standpoint though that made donuts you, you know for what? sense obviously so you know space it out <laughs> but if if you don't count uh, for inflation Halloween twenty eighteen I think made more than the entire prior franchise so of course 
of course they're trying to strike while that iron is is at least lukewarm. <laughs> mm. Well, no, Lee is going to make sure it's very. Oh, that's hard, right. Happy so. birthday! Lee. <laughs> I love him yeah. to pieces. So. Uh, speaking of his birthday Christmas. today, too. Oh, happy birthday, Lee! Yeah, I got to. Yeah. A what? Happy to Lee. That's a Lee McCoy. That guy. That guy knows what's. Oh, up. oh, drums. Drum dumbs are fellow skin, skin basher. basher. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, what's your point? We're all skin bashers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about, Fago? Yeah. Well, well, bro, you don't know what a skin basher is, man. Like, come on, yeah. Uh, but here, a quick segue and a backup. You know, insert truck noise here. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you talked about adjusting for inflation. And we had yes. earlier mentioned that Avatar is no longer the highest grossing movie of all time. If uh, adjusted for inflation, the highest grossing movie of all time is still Gone with the Wind. But mm, uh, yeah. what's, the funny thing is, adjusting for inflation, uh, Avatar is still beating Endgame by a little bit. Not much, but a little bit. So it's it, Endgame's not done breaking records yet, but it's it's broken the most obvious ones. And uh, uh, yeah, that's, I, that's, I, 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 I pointed this out when it beat Titanic. I love the little cartoons and little, little messages James Cameron and the Russos are sending back and forth to each other. It's weren't really, they funny? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just really cute and endearing. Like that's how you do it. You know, like hey man, you beat me. Good job. Good on you. Like I love that. Huh. I can't tell if I said cute or sweet or both at the same time. So I I meant both. Um, So for those of you who are listening, we we stream this live every Monday night on the YouTube, Willis Greedia YouTube channel at at 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. That is on YouTube.com slash C slash W-I-L-I. And if you're watching and you want to listen to us, just search for show business in your favorite podcasting network. Um, at this point, we will discuss our future, but open the floor up to the chat in case anybody has anything they want to discuss. Last week, we ended up going up a Man. little bit because the chat just fired up. Guys, w- w- anything from San Diego that, that you heard that perhaps we missed or or whatever? I realize there's a delay. I'm trying to buy time. Uh, if there's anything... Uh, well, Sandra Wheelbrenner, which I probably pronounced her name incorrectly, I apologize. Sandra Wheelbrenner says Haddonfield should fall into the Buffy Hellmouth, and mm. I concur. I, mm. I think Buffy should come swinging on a rope and just uh, kick the crap out of Michael as uh, walk through the fireplace in the background. It's going to be a good time. Fuego is. Do we have? Do we have any sort of logistic? Uh, information, technically speaking, as to why there's no movement on a Nightmare on Elm Street. Is there something holding them up? Who? There is nothing holding them up on. I mean, I'm a privy, as you are, to fan film information, but there is, uh, yeah, there's nothing really of that variety that just, like, jumps into my mind. Um, God, I mean, Rooney Mara, I think, is a babe and a terrific actress, and she was not the worst part of that film. There was some positive plot points and whatnot, but and, uh, it's not space like... is really good. Uh, Rorschach. Uh, Jack Earl Haley. Jack Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah, Jack Earl Haley is actually... I was very excited about that casting oh. initially, but... Biggest thing, as, you know, see people probably, you know, double down on, is the fact that it's not like... Friday the 13th, where there is mm. like 
Ugh, my God, there is a nasty legal battle that mm-hmm. has been just going on and on for multiple years at this particular And it's point. Warner, too. It's the same company. So you'd think they'd be like, yeah. all right, guys, you go ahead and have fun at court. We're just going to go make money now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't you like making money? Like, what's going on with you? It's an iconic character. You're making fan films. And, you know, those are getting more acclaimed than the last couple films. But if yeah. you if you did. If you discount 2018's Hall- Halloween 2018, yeah. that is the, the least successful franchise, believe it or not. God, which is so, so shocking with the iconic nature of I know. just the fucking mask alone, man. Sorry. Yeah, I, it's uh, all right. We're, that, that was our one. Um, uh, the, the, it does have two less movies, I think. I, I think. Uh, no, no, wait a minute. No, because uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, has eight and halloween has like 10 so yeah. there's there's real no excuse there so yeah. just just try it i mean uh, child's play no no matter what you say about 2019 it 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 played to its average it it, it didn't it. fail it didn't you know excel whatever whatever you want to say about it 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 kind of it it did what it did it it wasn't a massive failure these these yeah. comparisons to stuff like rings and 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 stuff that just doesn't doesn't relate to old school slashers is, is unfair to these icons. Um, well, if not for the fact that rings showed the climax in their trailer, I probably would have liked it a lot better. I actually really, yeah, I thought rings was pretty good. The it final was, moments, like shit. Um, yeah, so, uh, Felix in the chat brought something up that I I can't believe I missed. Uh, I, I tried to go through San Diego Comic-Con without talking comic news, but um, Natalie Portman apparently is the next Thor. Yeah. I was about to say, where is uh, Dino? His <laughs> <laughs> insight on this. I'm okay with it. I mean. Uh, look, yeah. Uh, between her and Tessa Thompson, I want to see like just total girl power. <laughs> And then the climax of the movie is like some black swan stuff as they just go nuts, superhero nuts on each other after a movie of just kicking butt. And I just I want I want my lesbian lovers in Marvel. Damn it. Give it to me. Um, Paul, Paul in the chat says, who would be Freddy? And somebody brought that up in a Facebook group that I was in. And uh, Walter Goggins yeah, was brought up. And I don't thing. hate that idea. Oh. I agree with that. Yeah, actually. that sounds like a cool. Yeah, well, well, Walter Goggins for for Freddy. Try it. Yeah. At least tr- just, just guys, just try something. Everybody's out there making money, and you guys are just you know painting the walls. There was another one that was brought up that I that oh so mm, mm. Lindsay, please help me in the pronunciation of the name of the person who is now Blade. Oh, uh, Mahershala Ali. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. he is badass, oh, man. So and good. honestly. When I saw him in Alita with the like little glasses and stuff on, I was like, yeah, that is totally a potential blade, <laughs> you know, just like shift in, stand in sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm very excited about this, although it's not until Phase 5, apparently. Uh, there was no clarification given from that by Feige until he was doing his post-rap stuff. And uh, everybody on the you know line was like, "Hey man, you just threw out like five or six different movies at the end. Are those still Phase Four?" And he's like, "No, they're not." And you're like, "Oh." Okay. And he also said PG thirteen, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't, I don't yeah, I don't which know sucks. About, obviously, I don't know about that. But, um, 
still seeing that first Blade movie in theaters yeah, when I was, yeah. what, 16 or whatever the hell it was. And just the blood in the rave was just, ugh, it was so awesome, man. It was so badass. And it just set a precedence, really. I, I, lo- I, I, I saw Blade in theaters, too. I was a little bit younger than that. But uh, I loved it so much. It was just such yeah. a good time. And I love how uh, Mahershala has two Oscars. And Blade is going to be his third Marvel part after Luke Cage, uh, 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 Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. He's the the Prowler. And now now he's going to be Blade. Hmm. So I wonder, will Blade get him his third Oscar? How dope would that be? (laughs) Well, the fact that he wants to do this type of work, man, especially after two Oscars, like Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize he already had one for Moonlight. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking Green Book, which I thought was fantastic. And, you know, it's not for everybody, obviously. But, uh... Yeah, I loved Green Book. I thought it was really on point. So I still, I still, need, <laughs> to see it. I still need to see it. I, I, one of these days, I'll get around to it. But he is so good. Like, and, and like even the Hunger Games, <laughs> the two Hunger Games movies he's in, is barely any screen time and like two lines. But he's so good. Wait, who is in the Hunger Games movies? Uh, he's the guy who's escorting her around the battlefield when she's shooting. Oh, in the in the last two. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Mm. Wow, I forgot complete, the name. Complete throwaway yeah. character. Sure. sure. Um, so to correct something somebody brought up earlier, um, uh, Avengers did have two releases, yes. But Avatar had a handful of releases, too. So, <laughs> a few. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. No, it did when they released it with like significant better 3D and you know so on and still one of the best 3Ds I've seen. So I get it, guys. It's you don't want a Marvel movie to be at top, but you know oh. it did it in some impressive time. It's just the way it is. It yeah, we, yeah, we may not see something like this again unless Star Wars is incredible. But uh, I don't think. Although I'm really wondering, CP, with all of the different writers that they're bringing on, and dude, dude, I'm so. I just want it to not. (laughs) Don't destroy the franchise. That's all I want. No. Just be safe. Give me, give me Force Awakens to close it out. And uh, I'm honestly more excited about the Mandalorian personally. Oh, the the series. Yeah. yeah, the series looks badass, yeah. man. The fact that they're going for that gritty kind of uh, Rogue One look. I'm, I'm, I'm so about that. a budget, that, so. and it's 15 mil Who's... per episode. That's that's like right. Yeah, that's Game of Thrones already, already renewed, too, wow. for a second season. So, yeah, they are willing to just throw oh, the money my. at it. <laughs> that's a little scary. Uh, a little, little cart before the horse there, but sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John Favre. I uh, want to eat the food you create. And so somebody, somebody said that uh, a female <laughs> Thor was a storyline for a little bit in the comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was in the comics. Yeah. yeah, I'm not so sure about the loving, loving whatever they're doing because they like relegated her to nothingness mm-hmm. in right. the last movie or so. Um, she didn't know, even have a line in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure she wasn't CGI'd in? But she might have been, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Like, they just shot her against the green screen in her garage and uh, just inserted right, so, her into so, the movie. That, that terrible, chat, terrible we, we, we appreciate your, a lot of, lot of, lot of Freddy talk. Um, before, I see Arnold Schwarzenegger as Freddy, and I fully support that, even though that'd be a horrible movie. Yeah, I want to go younger. I want somebody who could do it for another decade or so, at the very <laughs> least. I'll, I'll take early 40s, uh, you know, early 50s, yeah, the, the, the latest, but... Um, Come on, 
come on, let's let let's 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 try. I'd, I'd rather them try and fail. They just they just did another Critters movie after that that. Oh, God. Yeah, unfortunately, and I like give that sentiment of response because of the fact that I thought the Shutter series was terrible, <laughs> but then we hear good things about this new one that's going to go up, and it has Steve Wallace replacing the same character, and then um, everybody. So out of the but, gate before, is saying before we, we go on so, to, to yeah, closing yeah. out, guys, what well, do you what do you what say you for? Uh, for for well for this weekend, what what what, what do you think? One two. Next uh, week. How much is Tarantino pulling in? One billion dollars. <laughs> do we have a, we have a screen count, uh, Lindsay? <laughs> oh, oh, I had it. Well, let me get that back. Uh, $3,500. You know, guys, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually boldly boys going to say that uh, Tarantino is not going to take the top spot. I think Lion King is going to retain it. And maybe like 70, 80 million-ish, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. I think that uh, then you know this new film from him is gonna do good. Uh, what forty five, fifty ish, somewhere in that variety. But yeah, and then obviously you'll have more Disney Sony flavor with Spider Man and maybe Toy Story. And hey, I want Crawl to continue just crawling along and making money because that movie is damn good. And I can, yeah. Well, it's okay. Pardon, it's not that good, but it's fun and interesting and, you know, well shot and whatever. So, so. so where do you put it uh, along the lines of Meg? Because Meg is something that I just had a really good time with. And it, it, I think it was around the same time last year. Meg was, you know, just just a big silly shark movie. Yeah, and you know, the difference is the fact that Cecil, like, beat me over the head to read the Meg book. <laughs> and I love the Meg book. I hated the main oh, movie really? because he made because he made me read okay. the book, and I felt like it was just such a despondent, just uh, it was terrible. So uh, the crawl is gonna just creep along, maybe in the forty to fifty you know variety. But aside from that, um, you know, I'm okay, okay with it. All right, and you, you said yeah. God, I honestly hate the, the like dude CP. I hated hated that Meg movie right. so much. God, it was so bad in my estimation, but Lindsay, yeah, to each Lindsay what, do you, what do you got for us? One, two. What, what, what? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, bro. I had fun with that. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, I just want to reiterate, I agree the Meg was pretty bad, uh, but it's... Uh... I mean, it amused me, but I tried watching it a second time, and it just it just didn't it wasn't as fun the second time, at least not for me. Uh, so I'm gonna guess that uh, so uh, Tarantino's mm-hmm. high biggest opening weekend ever was 38 with Inglorious Bastards mm-hmm. in August. So I'm gonna nice. say this is probably gonna yeah. pull like 60 to 70, but <laughs> that's still gonna put it in second place but i think king uh i almost said king of the lion uh, i've been watching too much king of the hill uh, lion king is just gonna plummet yeah. really i really? think it's gonna fall stone uh i'm gonna go on a limb and just say 65 to 70 percent drop off okay damn so i i think it's gonna be a close first or second between lion king and uh, uh once upon a time in hollywood now I admit, that just I'm blows my mind. My God, really? <laughs> That's an audacious problem. I'm, I'm trying to do the yeah. math in my head. That, that, that would make it about a 60%. That might make it around a... 
I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Lion King made another hundred. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see a lot happening. I mean, it's already at half a billion. It, it, like, that's the number that's just like, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe word of mouth. Yeah. Maybe word of mouth gets around. I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll probably see Spider Man cross a billion this week too. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm hoping so for the for the sake of Tarantino <laughs> that that he gets he gets like a nice sixty million just just to just to say all right you know come on <laughs> come on you can make money and make your fun movies let's yeah. let's keep going because if 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 ten is it it better be a doozy. Yeah, I think that's going to be kind of the thing where, like, the parents go to the theater and they're like, oh, go see The Lion King. I'm going to go watch this Tarantino movie, so on and so forth sort of thing. And, you know, they're like, oh, the times are aligned close enough where I'm just going to go watch the adult R-rated bit of silliness. And so I'm I'm totally cool with that. I, I think uh, maybe 50 to 60 is what my that. proclamation. Really that, right that. That's 62. Uh, Lindsay, what do you got? What do you got coming up uh, yeah. on the week upcoming? So, still working on a Stranger Things video, but that's about it okay. uh, for me at the moment. Although in the in the in the chat, we have people now throwing out like uh, David Spade and Seth Rogen <laughs> as uh, Freddy. Yeah, so I'm gonna throw mine in there. I want Mike Myers as Austin Powers doing yeah. Freddy. Wow. Boom. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I oh, C- Cecil in the chat. Cecil, who who would you hey, have Cecil. played Freddy, Cecil? In- inexplicably, I'd love to hear your thought. <laughs> Snooshy bitches, bitches. Well, that's my dude. Without him, so I, I am nothing without Cecil, by the way. Whoa. Fire, shots fired. Uh, so, so, Fred, nah, what, you, what, you got, what you got? What you got? Uh, so, uh, we have Wild Rose, which is an awesome film. Uh, made major noise on the film festival circuit. It's about this girl who is in Glasgow and she wants to move to Nashville and be a country singer. It made major noise on the circuit. And uh, I just finally got to see it on the one day off that they did on Thursday. So that review was coming very soon as well as some Lion King stuff. And uh, probably that uh, blinded by the light that is a, just send up to Bruce Springsteen. And so, yeah, those are the three that are coming very soon on my personal channel in Fuegotainment and so very stoked to be part of the process here. Awesome. Awesome. And um, yeah, so I, uh, I don't know, I, I, I've been medicated the last week. So does that's going to be my excuse? Uh, there's a couple of things that, that have been shot. Just just editing has, has I, I can't focus. Um, there, there's two or three, oh. two or three things that have been shot. I just need to Make sure I'm not overlapping things. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just I'm just adapting to medication. No no, no need for concern. I'm just uh, just uh, making excuses to not be productive. Oh, that's my that's, life. That's basically all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but yeah, I'll, I'll be checking out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, patrons will get the 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 walk to and the walk home, which is kind of a a little vloggy series where. If you like the Brit and Twit reviews that Emily and I do, uh, it's us walking up, you know, what we're expecting, whatever food we're getting, in case you guys are a little mukbang with your with your movie talk. And then uh, we just discuss our like immediate initial thoughts, not unlike um, 
what is it, Midnight Reviews over there on um, the Cinema Snob, where they just in a car like right after they've seen a movie and discuss it. So um, that that's for patrons. But um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll discuss Tarantino and maybe, maybe, maybe if some people get me convinced enough to watch Lion King, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, you need to watch it, man. I mean, like really visually, is. Yeah, it is I, very know, impressive. I have a home visually. theater, so I mean, that's I, all I can. I'm not saying I won't watch it, but I, I, I can wait. Um, but, but also, Alita comes out tomorrow. I'm gonna run out and get that. Oh. I've never seen it. Ah. Oh. I've Alita never was fun. Alita was so badass. I love that movie. I'll be interested to see what you have to say about it, CP. It'll be an interesting talk next week. Yeah, I want to see Christoph Waltz do something without Tarantino's words in his mouth. And, and see. Yeah, the story is very just kind of meh, but everything else, man, like visually is just startling and so awesome. Alrighty. Um, so, guys, it, it, down below, let us know what you thought of the of the pre-roll, the pre-show, whatever you call it. If if you enjoyed the trailers, was it a bit much? Do you not want to see trailers? Do you, do you want what, what? Well, I mean, we that was we started technically at eight fifty. If if it's a problem, if you're trying to avoid yeah. trailers, let us know down below. If if it's something you want to see in the future, we'll 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 throw. Uh, the week's trailers up up in front of the show just so you guys are caught up for what we're talking about. Um, we are here to serve you. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we will not give you fries. That That is that is no. Uh, <laughs> Would you like a nice vegetable medley? I mean, we have, we have options here. Um, so, so for Fuego and Lindsay, I have been CP. Have a day. We're in the money, oh, I'm on the honey.